Oh yeah, it's that time. It's time to break down Batch's favorite band. Green day, everybody. Let's fucking go. Whammy, 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 Steve. Wake up. Let's go. Are you ready? I am, man. I think we got it. <laughs> I think so. Um, so we got a big episode coming your way. This is episode number 32. Yes, yep. 32. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Of the Empty Space <laughs> podcast. Um, today, like we said, we're going to break down Green Day. And their first record, uh, 1,039 Smoothed Out Slappy Hours. The hell of a fucking album title. Yeah, well, it was, um, it was like, a they had released under their first name, Sweet Children, they had released, um, Smoothed Out Slappy Hours. So then when they became Green Day, they kind of made a bigger, like a big album. Interesting. See, I'm excited yeah. for this episode purely based off the fact that I am a very much purely based off the fact that you know so much about Green Day. So I get to learn like like get to learn so much about Green Day. So I'm very excited for the little things that I didn't Hell know. Hell yeah. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, because I didn't really like get with, into this. With album. like the blink stuff. Yeah, same thing. Uh it's it's gonna be um it's gonna be fun for sure. It's Green gonna Day's... be a hoot. <laughs> It's, um, yeah, they're my favorite band, um, obviously. No if you didn't way. Know. Yeah, man. I feel like everybody who listens is going to be like, finally. Finally, yeah. Batch can talk about the one band he brings up every single fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Green Day, baby. Green Day. Right? Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, you know, it's a collection of early recordings, uh, you know that they made uh it was released on lookout records in october 1st of 1991 whoa jesus that's old so it came out in 91 yep is that is this their first actual album uh yeah it was like so it's it's referred to often as the band's first debut album uh, the compilation combines combines the band's actual debut, 39 Smooth, and its first two extended plays, Slappy and A Thousand Hours. So it's so kind of like... Basically, it's two EPs. Yeah. Yeah. Ba- well, three. So they had 39 Smooth, and then they had um, Slappy and A Thousand Hours. So that's oh, okay. why it's called. That's why it's so freaking long. Okay. Understood. That's cool. Yeah. That's why it's called uh, 1039 Smooth Out Slappy Hours such a cool title though yeah the way that they uh mix it all together is pretty cool they're, they're super creative yeah um, so does then, this sorry go, go ahead. ahead no go ahead no i was just gonna say so this so does this have so when i listened on um youtube mixed is mm-hmm. it said it had 23 songs and this one is it 19 or 23 or is the three because the three at the end were like live is that why yeah those are those tracks 
It has 19, and then the last four are like a radio thing they did. They played like three songs on a radio show. Okay. Um, in April. Oh, okay, cool. Of 91. Nice. So that's that's pretty fucking cool. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, just, you know, this is, yeah, you know, I mean, it was obviously Dookie that got me into it, and then uh, I needed more. So, you know, I was listening to Dookie, Nimrod, Insomniac, all that. And then uh, for my birthday, one of my buddies bought me this on CD. Because back then there was no... It was like right when iPods came out, I didn't have one. I still had a CD player. Yeah, but the iPods were like those super small fucking yeah. things. And, and he was like, um, you know, oh, here's this new Green Day record. I was like, this isn't new. I was like, this is from like before I was born. And it was in reality, it was from when I was born. The yeah, literally. Era. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so before that, you know, Green Day had um, their like the the mix of everything. This is just a big compilation of all the the three before, uh, and they went they were under the name Sweet Children for a little while uh, when they were still in high school. So why did they change from Sweet Children to Green Day? Because uh, they liked smoking weed. So that was literally why they called themselves Green Day. Wow. I literally never would know that. Yeah, they changed That's them to Green Day because they, um, they liked smoking a bunch of weed. Oh, sick. Yeah. So uh, before this was – so they recorded some of this before they had Trey Cool. Their, oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, their original drummer was Al Sobranti. Um, can't really find much on him, what the fuck he's up to. But, yeah, he was the original drummer for Green Day. No shit. Yep. Interesting. Uh, what's, with yeah. the, what's with the good bands having, like, like Blink-182 we just talked about? It was Scott before Travis. Yeah, I know. It took, it took them a little. <laughs> like, they had already made it before they switched, too. That's crazy. Like Green Day switched like right off the rip. Um, Damn. No, I haven't really looked up why. I, I'm sure I could find. I'm, but whatever. Um. So yeah, then they got they added Trey Cool in the mix. I think after this came out. I think it was after this. Don't quote me on it, but I think it was after this that they added Trey Cool for Kerplunk. All right. Which is gonna be fun to get into next. Yeah, that'll after be good. This. But, yeah, that'll um, be good. Yeah. So um. We can uh we can get into this after that, you know, brief history lesson. I like dude, I liked it. I learned I actually did learn a lot from that. And and before we start, I have to say, dude, uh, dude, Billy is one of the most fucking punkers I've ever seen in my life. Dude. I was watching this fucking compilation fucking videos of angry moments with Billy. And mm-hmm. bro, I did not know how fucking wild and he's not punk and just rebellious. Dude, dude I was he fucking talks to a guy. He's like, get on stage. I'll fucking fight you right now. And then he yeah, fucking man. jumps in the crowd and drop kicks the fucker in the head. I'm yeah, like, dude. holy shit. This is yeah, like, man. this, that, that's they some were punk. punk shit. That's some they Henry were... Rollins fucking dude, crazy were... ass shit. <laughs> I, uh, so I actually got the drummer's name wrong, but before it was John Kiffmayer was the drummer on this. Mr. John. Yeah. I don't know where that other guy's name came in. He's just lying to you. 
Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, they, no, they he's um, crazy. yeah, he's, he's fucking out of his mind, dude. He was like, they're so punk. Yeah. It's uh, it's not even funny. Like, it's cool to like, to see like the different type of generational punks, like Blink and Green Day and like just seeing mm-hmm. how like Billy was on stage. Like, you never see fucking Mark or Tom do that. Like ever but like, like Green Day came like before Blink was like a thing or, and it was just like interesting to see his influences. And like, for me, dude, Billy sounds like he has such like a, uh, a dead Kennedy's, the lead Ramones singer, dead Kennedy's. Type. Yeah. He's got dead Kennedy's jello. That's the lead mm-hmm. singer. Sounds just like jello. He also sounds like John from fucking sex pistols and Joey from the Ramones. Like all three of those plus Billy's own thing. It's like well, that, those three were like their biggest influences. Yeah. I knew the, the Ramones Sex Pistols, were. the Ramones yeah. and um, dead Kennedy's also like, you know, the old like black flag, all those guys, suicidal tendencies. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was also like heavily influenced by like jazz and all that stuff. Cause you know, that's what his mother used to listen to and shit. So you can tell in this album with some of the songs. Yeah. Yeah, man. It. Yeah. It's uh it, it's a good, it's a good fucking, it's unbelievable. Um, yeah. and like, you know, we talk about the difference between green day and blank and, um, like it, it's almost like a, uh, like a maturity thing with the two of them. Like the way that Billy, like, like his lyrics and the way that like he writes things is so much like so much different than the way Mark and Tom would write stuff. But then yeah. at the same time, like in, on like Kerplunk, and I think on this record, there's a couple, but there's like some songs and I'm like, that are like goofy and like weird. Like there's one on Kerplunk called Dominated Love Slave. Oh. And okay. wait till you hear that one. Okay. That one's a fucking riot. <laughs> okay. Interesting. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, um, you know, basically the same basic concept as like, as, um, as Blink's record, as Buddha, about girls and stuff. Yeah, you could tell that for sure. Um, well, they I were mean, young, dude. Yeah, they wrote this and they were like literally like 17, 18 years old. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we can we can get into it whenever you want, man. I'm good. Let's fucking, let's rock this roll. All right. So as we said, this is 1039 Smoothed Out Slappy Hours by Green Day. Uh, the first song is At the Library. Do you want to go? Do you want me to go? No, you start. This is your band, man. All right. Uh, this is um, about... So Billy's narrating how he tries to talk to a girl in the, at the library. Uh, he's indecisive and shy. He's trying to make himself finally talk to her. But in the end, she walks away with her boyfriend, leaving Billy one-on-one with his thoughts. <clears throat> Pretty cool little tidbit. Yeah. This one. Um, so... The lyrics, uh, you know, hey there, looking at me, tell me what do you see, but you quickly turn your head away. I try to find the words I could use, don't have the courage to come up to you, my chance is looking a bit gray. Uh, Staring across the room, are you leaving soon? I just need a little time. What is it that drives me mad? Girls like you that I never had. What is it about you that I adore? What is it? What? What makes me feel so much pain? 
that makes me go so insane. What is it about you that I adore? Just basically like, you know, staring at her. Um, and, you know, like the things like, you know, trying to get the cards to go talk to her. Yeah. And then the ending is, oh, well, it happened again. She walked away with a boyfriend. Maybe we'll meet again someday. And then that repeats a few times. And you know what I like? You know what's cool about Green Day and, like, all these songs? And, like, something that I've, like, I guess I knew from, I guess I knew subconsciously, but I didn't actually, like, think about it until, like, going through this album for this podcast mm-hmm. was, like, how much he overlays and harmonizes like yes the entire song of every single song so he'll like literally have like some harmonizing in the background some la 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 not la la's but like ooh la da's and like he'll repeat his words overlaying them yeah um, or like have the echo at the very end so it'll repeat itself i didn't realize he did that so much and i think that's something that like not to go to like the blink green day comparison but like just to talk about green day in itself it's like that's something where like they were very different and they mm. came out very differently because of that. It very, very old school punk, but yeah, it also kind of made their own style on it. And that's something when I was listening to this album that I wanted to talk to you about was just like, like, Holy fuck, dude, like almost every single song they do that, which is, is really, it's just like, they put a kind of, they put like, a, what's the word I'm looking for, dude? Like, a trademark, so to speak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They make it them. You know? Yeah. So I just wanted to say that because when I first no, yeah. listened to this, it was just like, oh, shit. Every song has this in it. So, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, and then, sorry. <coughs> um, you can like hear, like, if you listen to it a few times and like really listen, you can hear like this crazy, like, bass things that like Mike Dern's doing. Yeah. Like in some of the intros, you'll hear like the like yeah yeah yeah, and like they do the guitar slide like they they do a lot of like under like under the radar shit that like you don't realize is going on, and like yeah. you'll hear like sometimes he'll like scream in the background like high pitched like screaming and stuff in the yeah, back I heard but, that. like it's pretty cool yeah I notice that a lot especially the bass thing I actually didn't notice that and that's one of the things that really gives me that like old punk Dead Kennedy Sex Pistols yeah ones because especially the Dead Kennedys, they would, they had that sick kind of like bass vibing to it, but it was subtle in the background. So it, again, it's, it's pretty cool to see like Green Day's starting point. Cause I never really got into them at, 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 with like this stuff before it was always just your typical, you know, dookie American idiot stuff. So going back and like listening is, is interesting to hear these little things that you can take from it. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, like dookie, Dookie Kerplunk and this album, I think, are, like, the most... Well, then you go into, like, Insomniac and, like... I'd say, like, those four albums are, like, the most punk. The most punk Green Day. Yeah. Like, that's when they were, like, a punk band. And then they kind of became, like, a punk rock band, if that makes any sense. 100%, though, like, yeah. Like, it's, like, it's, you know... Because then, like, Nimrod and Warning and all those other ones were, like they had like their punk moments, but they kind of became almost like a more of a rock band than a punk band. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and then American idiot was obviously like a punk rock album. Yep. Um, but yeah, this was definitely much more like punk. And oh, so yeah. was, you know, so was every, Kaplan, every so drum beat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's, it's punk for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to, you want to go into the next one? 
Yeah, so the next one is Don't Leave Me, which just mm-hmm. reminds me of Blink, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only because we're doing these Blink Green Day things. If I wasn't, yeah. if we were just focused on Grink, I would, Green Day, I would not have. Uh, I just said Grink, by the way. I, I know, that's awesome. <laughs> Grink. Um, anyways, yeah, the next ones Don't Leave Me. Um, uh, let's see. So Don't Leave Me um, is, I'm going to read a little something about it. So uh, Don't Leave Me sees Billy desperate, bewildered, and aroused by the news that someone he deeply cares about is leaving him. He stands shocked as he's unable to comprehend the situation. While he would do anything for this person, they're leaving him. He wishes to understand the reasons, but he's unable to hold back the pain, ultimately and desperately screaming, Don't Leave Me. So kind of like self-explanatory with the title, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, to see that, you know, you can put the title into the actual, uh, song, but anyway, so don't leave me is a really good song. I like, I mean, all these songs again, kind of like sounded the same to me for the most part, except for yeah. like maybe five of them, which I specifically mm-hmm. picked out, which I'm excited to get to at some point, but yeah. the chorus is don't leave me. Don't leave me. Uh, the Very second punk. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, all these songs are super short, super fast paced and, Billy's kind of got like it's cool. It's cool. So Billy, in my opinion, has like a country swang to him. He does. Um, yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. I'm not alone. So when I'm no, listening to this, it's like, all right, this is punk and punk rock, but also it's interesting because you have like this basic, and then you got like Billy, who's got this like kind of country twang to him a little bit, and you're like, ooh. Yeah, like his voice like cracks and like it's like yeah. So it's interesting. Um, and then the second verse I really liked is a blank expression covering your face. I'm looking for direction for out of this place. I start to wonder if you'll come back. I feel the rain storming and thunder. I can't hold back. So you know he he sees everything coming. Uh, He knows what's about to happen, and Mm -hmm. he he just can't hold back his feelings and what he wants. But really good song. That's a that's such a crazy like analogy too, and like. You think about it, like, they wrote this when they were, like, 17, 18, like, 19 years old. Yeah. Like, to write, like, this at that young is, like, you know, it, uh, I guess they, I guess Parker Cannon would remind me of them, but, like, it, you know what I mean? Like, Parker like Cannon these... was writing, was writing shit like this at that young an age. Oh, he definitely was, but I feel like a lot of the band, a lot of the bands we listen to, pop punk, man. I mean, I think that's yeah. where it stems from is when you're 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 is when you start really getting into, you know, yourself and fake trying to figure out who you are. And I feel like most of these punk pop punkers and punkers and hardcore guys and music in general, I feel like a lot of them started the same age as us. I mean, yeah, six, I could name every band we've ever broken down. It's probably started around 16 years old and it goes oh, yeah. to show that like, start when you're 16 or you just suck i'm just yeah (laughs) i'm just kidding it you know it's just crazy like you know you'd think like a 16 year old would write like very basic like i want to play baseball go skateboarding yeah with my friends i'm boring yeah (laughs) like like not like you know not like you just not you just broke down there no yeah no not at all i literally if i was 16 i'd be like I got an energy drink and I'm hanging with my friends. I don't know what to do. My girlfriend yeah. broke up with me and we dated for 10 minutes. Yeah, but I felt <laughs> like I was marrying her. Like, that's how yeah. I would have been if I was 16 writing. <laughs> so it's, it is cool to see. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. 
<clears throat> All right. We are on to track number three. This um, is a good one. Yes, I was there. Uh, this is a very, very punk. Like, I know we, we, we say it all the time, but, like, this one's, like, super punk. Yeah. Um, this was the only song written by the drummer, John Kiffmeyer. Uh, shows a narrative looking back in retrospect and presenting the audience how he feels about the past. Though he dislikes many of his memories, he looks onto a brighter future and appreciates all of the experience he has he had in hopes that they will bring a promising tomorrow. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I like uh, the first verse, looking back upon my life in the places that I've been, pictures, faces, girls I've loved. I try to remember when faded memories on the wall, some names I have forgotten, but each one is a memory I look back on so often. Yeah. Like, I just thought, I, I just, you know, think it's super cool. Um, just the whole song is like, basically just like that. It's, um, I, the chorus, I look into the past and I want to make it last. I was there, I was there. Yeah. Then it repeats. Like, that's that's what makes it, like, super punk is, like, the repeating. Yeah, for sure. It's like, the same repetitive words over and over. Yeah, that's, like, you know, s- wicked punk. Yeah, for sure. I, I like the message of this song, too. I just yeah, like, definitely. It's, it's a struggle, man. It's a struggle to wish that you could go back in time and either change things or continue to stay in the spot. Like, And that goes with mental health, you know? That's super big. You know, yeah. a lot of people you know, focus on the past and they don't focus on today or they focus on the future. And this song's just like letting, you know, like other people feel the same way. Like, cause sometimes you look around and you're just like, dude, why, how can people not think about like the situations or things they went through in the past and not want it. And like, I keep focusing on it the last few days or weeks. And so right. I think it was a cool message. Hell yeah, man. I definitely dig it. Yes, sir. Sure. Next song. <clears throat> All right. Yes. So the next song is uh, Disappearing Boy. Um, this is a fun one. Yeah, this is a pretty cool one. Um, so as a young, uh, as the youngest of the family of six, uh, speaking on Billy here, uh, he can sometimes feel as if he's not getting enough attention from his family and as if he's invisible. His shyness and insecurity also added to that. So it's as if he's not there a lot of the time and nobody knows him. So that's basically what this song about and the title is Disappearing Boy. Um, what did you like the best about this song, Batchy? Uh, probably the chorus. Yeah. Uh, am I here or am I there or am I playing on the stairs? Am I in my room with my toys? I am the disappearing boy. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I thought that was cool. It's cool. It sounds so childish, dude. It sounds yeah, like a, it does. that sounds like a kid wrote it. Like, am I even here? Or am I in my room with my toys? Yeah. And my out with me, mom. I used to judge the child. Six of us. So upset. That's what that chorus reminds me. Am I here or am I there? Or am I playing on the stairs or in my room with my toys? Am I a disappearing boy? But good rhyme scheme, good rhyme pattern. It really oh, yeah. good. What did you like about it? 
Uh, I liked how the second verse um, has Billy and Mike on it. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's when I walk in crowded rooms, I feel as if it's my doom. I know that I don't belong. In that room, I see her. I see her and she's with him. I turn around and then I'm gone. Uh, just made me bring back to the – this whole song made me bring back to my childhood. I, You know, I, I have the Minor Threat sheep tattooed on me, which is a black sheep, which I always just felt like in just like in general, not just my family, but in the world. Mm-hmm. So it just gave me, gave me that like whole like, you know, this song gave me – reminiscence of like hey man like you know that's uh that's just what it reminded me of my past man hell yeah dude i dig it yes sir <clears throat> all right let's get on to you can do this one too all right i'll do this one so this one confused the shit out of me when i was listening to it because i'm driving listening to this album and it says on your car it says you yeah, know yeah, what you're yeah. listening and who you're listening to and like what the song title is so it was like green day song title Green Day. And me not really knowing this album too much, I was very confused what was going on. I didn't know they actually had a song called Green Day. Yeah, so I was he like, men- <laughs> he like mentioned it to me, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The song, I was like, yeah, the song Green Day. Okay, and I you mean, were I like, have no idea what this means. You're like, no, you know the song Green Day. I'm like, yeah, I know. What do you? And you go like, yeah, the song. Yeah. Not the artist. I'm like, yeah, I know. You know, Green Day by Green Day. I'm like, yeah, I know. Continue. Yeah. But this is this is what they this is what they got their name from. Yeah, smoking some weed. Some yeah, of that devil's a, lettuce. It was a quote unquote green day. Ha 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 ha. Uh, but yeah, no, this song was this song was interesting. It was what it was gonna be one of my top songs on this album, but it didn't make it as I kept mm-hmm. going through. It kind of bumped yeah. its way out. Like yep. I had it as I'm listening to this album, I was like, all right, number one. All right. And then I kept going, all right, number two, one, number one. So that's number two. This kind of went down to probably like seven or eight. Um, but it is uh, a good song, good punk it, song. It's pretty funny. Um because <clears throat> so before the release of 39 Smooth, they were called Sweet Children. Mm-hmm. And then they changed it to Green Day which reflects their fondness for marijuana. Um, in an interview with Bill Maher, um, Billy Joe confirms the pot inspired name. He says, we were trying to be like the Cheech and Chong of punk rock. <laughs> well, they did. They were both legends. So hell yeah, dude. So yeah, this, this song, yeah, the song was dope. Um, I'm a big fan of it. Obviously pretty much a big fan of anything. Green day. Um, yeah, well, get in, get into the next one. It's a, I, it's a, it's just about like things being weird when you're smoking weed, like the way you like oh yeah stuff. Like it's it's just cool. Um, so this next one we're gonna get into is my favorite song from the record. Oh, um, going to Pasolacqua. Um, so it expresses anxiety and longing for someone just out of reach. It is often regarded as the strongest track on Green Day's debut studio album. Oh, Patch knows how to pick them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the origins of the song title are murky, but according to geekstinkbreath.net, there's a common belief that Pasolacqua is slash was a funeral home in Rodeo, California. However, it is difficult to find confirmation or disproof. 
of this unless you were in unless you are were a Rodeo resident at the time the song was written. Interesting. So we, don't know. we have no idea. <laughs> um, but I just love the way that he describes like everything that you're going through when like you know, when you find someone and you're like you like them and yeah. you're not sure if they like you too. Yep. It's just like the way it starts is just so cool. Like, Here we go again. Infatuation touches me just when I thought that it would end. Like that's pretty good. <laughs> I just fucking love it. And that oh, but then again, it seems much more than that, but I'm not sure exactly what you're thinking. And then the pre chorus is like really, really cool. Um well, I toss and turn all night thinking of your ways of affection, but to find out it's not different, no different at all. Well, I throw away my past mistakes and contemplate my future. That's when I say, what the hey? And then it goes into the chorus. Would yeah. it last forever? You and I together, hand in hand, we run away. I'm in for nasty weather, but I'll take whatever you can give that comes my way. Like, it's just like, you know what I mean? You'll do anything for that to be with that person. Yeah, man. So, I've been there. Cool. It's definitely yeah. got those lyrics. Definitely makes sense. Yeah, yeah. When, like you know, when you're like again, it's like it's just like a, a more like a more adult way of expressing like a 16 year old's feelings. Yeah, but I guess you could have those feelings at any age. But like, it's just it's just I remember them more from like the high school days and like junior high when like you really don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, this was definitely my favorite song off the record. Insanely um, good song, yeah. Yeah, it's I'm it's sure most really, people would agree with you seeing as it has like the most listens anyways. Yeah, it's fucking it's awesome. Yeah. All right. What a bing bada boom. Oh, so this one makes my top five top four that I have for Green Days. Um Green yep. Day for this album. So sixteen is the next song. Sixteen is a song about basically being a teenager and af- afraid of being an, an adult. It's basic, mm-hmm. basic pop punk stuff. Most most pop punk bands talk about it. newfound glory, calling out captains, Blink One Eighty Two. Every well, pop I guess punk this band. was growing up. Yep. So like this is like, and I think that's why I liked it so much. Also, I just like the sound of it um, yeah. particularly. Um, so this whole song is just about like questioning life and doubting things. And, you know, the lyrics are every time I look at my past, I always wish I was there. I wish my youth would forever last. Why are these times so unfair? So it's going back to the song we kind of just talked about. Uh, I forget which one it was two or three songs ago, which was just mm-hmm. like, why does everyone look in the past? And this is accentuating the same thing, but it's, it's more of like a kid version of just letting you know, like, this is what I'm thinking. And what kid has not gone through that? And just like, Another lyric is look at my friends and see what they've done. Ask myself what they've had to change. I like them better when they were young. Now all these times are rearranged. I look down and stand here and cry. Nothing ever will be the same. The sun is rising. Now I ask why the clouds now fall and here comes the rain. Super. I don't know how he wrote that. That was so fucking good. Well, my favorite lyric, um, did you have anything else before no, I cut you off? No, yeah. So okay. before, no, that was basically uh-huh. it. I just really, re- this made my top four for uh, yeah. this album for sure. Um, probably the lyric that did it for me was every night I dream the same dream of getting older and older all the time. I ask you now, what does this mean? Are these problems just in my mind? Things are easy when you're a child, but now 
these pressures have dropped on my head. The length, the length I've gone are just long miles. Would they be shorter if I were dead? Whoa. (laughs) I was like, what the holy fuck, dude. Like just unbelievable lyricism here. Oh, for sure, dude. Like unreal. For sure. Um, yeah, this is definitely top five for me as well. Hell yeah. All right. Get into the next one. Let's go. Let's keep banging them out. Hell yeah, dude. We got 15,000 more to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like, we're on uh, number eight. Yeah, we're buzzing though. We are buzzing. We got another half hour. So, uh, Road to Acceptance. Um, Billy talks about how much he's always wanted to be accepted by people around him and how much he would sacrifice for this acceptance. This issue is especially big in adolescence when we're trying to figure out who we are. We want to fit in, find friends, and belong somewhere. Narrator ponders the eternal need of all humans to be accepted by everyone else and comes to doubt the goodness of this need. We change ourselves for others sometimes. We live, we live a lie just not to be rejected. But in the end, we only hurt ourselves with this lie. Mm. Love it. Good self-awareness is such a yeah, young it kid, is. dude. I mean, those yeah. are the things that I was thinking, but I never like told anybody. I just expressed it with how I, like, with listening to this type of music and with how I dressed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, in reality, like, you, like, you know, it's, like, crazy to, like, think about like you dressing different was to fit in with that crowd. You know what I mean? Me dressing different was to express to myself that this is who I am. And I didn't want to be like the jocks and the preps. Right. So you, you were fitting into your own little. Yeah. And then squad. I found people who were similar. So for me, yeah. it wasn't like I saw someone do it in my school and was like, Oh, that's cool. Oh it was no. Like, yeah. 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 It was more like, damn like my idols like literally like that's I what i mean that shit is blink 182 did and black Flo- like i and like green i just, day just and all these yeah bands, and i was like, yeah green yeah. day i even wore wristbands painted my nails and was like cool dude wore a green day shirt with like a huge necklace and i was like i don't want to fit in with anyone but the people that like mm-hmm. i listen to and look up to and i want to look it. completely different than the regular jeans and a tank top type of kid so yeah, yeah. you can I, I get that and then i found friends and i was like you guys are the same we're all the same <laughs> yeah exactly. that's it man it's just all about finding people that accept you and yeah looking for that acceptance and that's what this song's all about yeah so hell yeah not really not really much lyrics to break down i guess no not really so next song yeah so this next song is in my top four as well so this next song oh, is uh, rest. Rest, yeah. So rest starts. So rest came out of nowhere to me. It was soup. It's super slow and super. Yeah. Um, I don't even know the word. It's just like uh, quiet compared Mellow. to the last like eight songs. So when I heard this and I just was like, oh, okay. So I'm going to read something here. It says, uh, Rest is one of the slowest songs Green Day wrote in their early years. It shows a narrator, a narrator who's anxious and wants to get the attention of someone else. 
Sally, the person, does not care too much for them. Despite this, he's happy by simply seeing her and hopes to meet them again. He believes that he won't be able to rest until they cross paths one more time. So, with that being again, said, again, same woman. same lyrics, type of style, another woman, same type of thing. But the cool thing about this part is it's super slow, super angelic, and this song is just like basically kind of kind of accepting the fact that it's not going to work out right now but at the same time not so like yep the first verse is hey can you hear me i'm calling your name hello or is this goodbye uh that gleam in your eye it it troubles my brain will i see it again um and then so i can rest my head yeah the chorus super simple so i can rest my head so it's just a super very relaxing song um yeah check it out it's very but no not much lyrics but it's very good yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, just so you, you basically nailed it with the breakdown, man. Hell yeah, dude. I, I broke that one down good. I, Hell see, yeah, Did you hear that, man. people? I broke that down to Batches acceptance. Standards. Standards, that's a better word. <laughs> batches Green Day standards. <laughs> All right, dude, hit the next one, bro. Uh, the Judge's Daughter <gasps> uh, was written by Billy Joe. During his high school years, about the feeling of love, shocker. Oh my God. And how it can be terrifying <laughs> or debilitating the first time it strikes hard. Along with the rest of this album, the judge's daughter tells the classic story of a boy who likes a girl. She doesn't reciprocate the feelings. Oh. Surprising. You don't say. Um, no, it's, it's, you know, not really a whole lot to break down after that. I mean, lyrics are kind of self-explanatory um it's about him wanting a girl who doesn't want him back yeah so yeah that was bad that's basically the judge's daughter all right the next one i'll do uh is paper lanterns um another one of my favorites Ooh. i find it hard to keep A song about the aftermath of love and a feeling now buried in the back of the narrator's heart. Despite just being friends, there's still something left, and he still has, quote-unquote, inappropriate feelings about this person he used to love. The paper of a faded love and the fire of jealousy give a dangerous combination. Paper lanterns, jealousy is still burning inside this friendship, and and the narrator realizes that he will never have rest the remains of love will never let him free oh as the days go on i wonder will this ever end i find it hard to keep control when you're with your boyfriend i do not mind if all i am is just a friend to you all i want to know right now is if you think about me too Hmm. uh you know typical like like the breakdown said when you're friends with someone you used to have feelings for and then you still uh, like have feelings for them and they are with someone else it's it's very difficult yeah so you have anything on this one or no not really no honestly all right next one next one um i'm gonna say this like clarky because i just feel like doing that why do you want him yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a good um, one so this song is really good uh this song's about um Billy Joel, he was 14 years old. Um, his dad died and his mother started dating another guy. And um, mm-hmm. 
they um he was asking yes. basically asked his mom basically why why he's dating her because like this is so cool like him. this is so cool i'm so glad you brought like you got that out of it yeah basically that's the whole thing um i mean the chorus is explanatory why do you want him why do you want him super again super punk just like basic yeah. lyrics um so like um the opening verses i saw you standing alone with a sad look on your face you call him on the phone looks like he left without a trace tears falling out of your eyes he's leaving in disguise you've been feeling bad for so long you wonder if it's wrong um, and then the second verse is now many days have gone by. You still just sit there and cry. You're feeling bad for yourself. His memory will always dwell. You're so obsessed with his love. That's why push came to shove. You've been feeling bad for so long. You wonder if it's right or wrong. And then it goes to the chorus. Why do you want him? Why do you want him? Um, yep. And the bridges, I thought a way out, throw it all away. Just think about, yeah, something to say. Then there's a dope ass guitar solo. And then it yeah. ends the chorus again. This is really cool. Like, I'm glad you you read that. Like, you know, I was gonna bring it up, but it's yeah. it's like so cool that like it's about his like mother and yeah. like it's pretty cool. Cause like if you just listen to it without like knowing that, you think it's like about him talking to like some high school girl. Yeah. No. True. But I it's mean, pretty cool that at you know 14, 14 he was dude he was doing that. Yeah. That's pretty fucking. That's pretty dope. It is pretty cool, man. Hell yeah um the are we good we're going to the next one. Oh yeah let's fucking all send right. it all right uh this is one of my favorites too just because Ooh. of the title uh 409 in your coffee maker um, what does that mean 409 is like the like cleaning. No, it's like the cleaning solution. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It's like the All cleaning right. stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just kill yourself, I guess, right? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> My God. Um, yeah, a song about dropping out of high school. Formula 409 is a cleaning fluid that we can confidently assume tastes terrible with coffee. <laughs> you think? Um, yeah. Moreover, the song says that school doesn't always help you choose your path in life. Ooh. Doesn't ask you what you want, what you want to be in the future. It simply pushes you and onto a certain road that is considered good for you. And if your interests or goals don't fit into that predetermined scheme, then school then school for you may end up being a waste of time and an eternal reason for wondering where you've gone wrong. Interesting. Yeah. That's such a teenager way to look at it. And I agree yeah. with like 50% of it. Yeah. Absolutely. That's very, very cool. It's very cool. To like, I know you haven't broke down the lyrics or anything, but just the concept of the, the song is very like I, you were reading that. And I was like, yeah, man, totally fuck school. Yeah. Fuck what they teach you. And then the other part yeah. of me was like, well, actually, I did learn a lot, and it was worth it, and meeting friends and getting through and finding out who I am through school. But fuck this and fuck. It's, yeah. It's interesting, dude, but it's definitely a song you can tell he wrote in his younger days. Yeah, and it's funny. Like, you know, it's – you can kind of see where the future – green, where, like, the American Idiot Green Day came from. Yeah. Uh, especially with the lyric. And I'm looking back now at where yeah. I've gone wrong. And why I could not seem to get along. My <clears throat> my interests are longing to break through these chains, these chains that control my future's aims. Oh no. Yep. Like that's the you know, 
that's just it right there. Yep. I like so. the lyrics. Um, maybe I'm just too damn lazy or maybe I was oh, yeah. brainwashed to think that away. And all your time gets wasted in my days. Fucking right, dude. Oh, yeah. It's so, like, th- this is like your stereotypical, like, where, like, a lot of these pop punk bands got their attitude from. Yeah. Um. It's just it's just so cool and like Green Day did it in like such a punk way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, this is just awesome. Uh, can, uh, I, can I get into the next one? This yeah, okay. this is what, this is my baby. So, yeah, dude. <laughs> so before um we do this, I oh, what's up? Click the wrong thing. No. Um, I didn't know who Operation Ivy was. Oh until i heard this and then like (laughs) i was doing a like music class for in like high school i was doing like a report on green day and i was doing on this record and i was like cover i was like (laughs) ivy i'm like who the fuck is that and then i'm like looking and i was like whoa i was like that's sick and like got into operation ivy because of that that's so dope (laughs) you know so go ahead. Uh, yeah. So Operation Ivy is one of my favorite bands ever. Like yep. top. Um, yep. So anyway, so when I was listening to this driving, because uh, that's where I listened to all of this, uh, I heard it and I didn't know they did the cover until I started hearing him sing. And then I heard like, I, I know things I are getting know, tougher. Things <laughs> you are can't getting get to the top of the bottom of the barrel. Can't and I'm like, wait a minute. 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 I was like. That sounds really, 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 really close to OPIV. And then all of a sudden he goes, all I know is that I don't know nothing. And I was like, you motherfuckers. And then I looked at my phone and it was like cover. And I was like, oh shit, this is so dope, bro. Did you like it? Oh yeah, I fucking loved it. This was in oh, my top yeah. top songs, uh, obviously for purely yeah. I just Operation didn't, you know, and how they covered it. You know, sometimes like bands will cover like because I know there was like I think when American Idiot had like some anniversary, yeah, a bunch of bands covered like oh no, it was some Green Day thing that Kerrang did, and a bunch of bands like covered Green Day songs. Yeah, and like like Pierce the Veil covered one. And I was kind of like, what? And then Five Seconds of Summer covered American Idiot. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that's my re- I was like, oh, boy. And then, like, Neck Deep covered uh, Welcome to Paradise, which was fucking sick. See, um, I feel like it's a hit or miss, dude. And then... Like anytime you cover. Like, I figured, like, All Time Low would do a good job with Longview. But yeah. they completely butchered it. And, like... Bastards. Yeah, it wasn't good. Um... But, uh, you know, having listened to both, I would say that I might be a little biased, but I think Green Day did a pretty good job covering it. Oh, for sure. Like, it's uh, it's just such an awesome, like, punk song, too. Oh, I know, is that I don't know. Oh, I know, is that I don't know nothing. Like, I've seen them play that live, and it's so cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this I knew this was going to be, <laughs> like... I specifically like didn't tell you this was on there. I know. I, well, yeah, because I feel like you would have told me, and then I'm listening to. It, I'm like, wait a minute, I know this fucking song. Why is Green Day singing it? <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, let's see what he thinks of that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, it's in my top. Uh, it's in my top one. So nice. Hell yeah, dude. 
Anything else on that? Or we no, dude, it's fucking... Go check out OPIV's version and definitely yes. check out Green Days. I'll, I'm going to yeah. play a clip of both. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so the next one is A Thousand Hours. That was the first song off of uh, the Thousand Hours EP. So this um, is from that EP originally? Yes. Okay. Uh, the song is supposedly about being overwhelmed by the... Er- Enig enigmatic perceptions of love Jesus, sounds like you said that right i think so enigmatic (laughs) enigmatic 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 yeah that's it it doesn't sound right (laughs) (laughs) i don't know Uh, i could hold on it's okay let me see hey google (laughs) nope how do you say enigmatic look up Search speech. Start speaking. That's pronounced enigmatic. Enigmatic. I was right. Enigmatic. Thank you, Google. You're so <laughs> precious. I will then now come on my phone tonight. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> when in a relationship, it seems as though, as though all one wants to do is spend time with that, their significant other. And when they're not in your presence, you long for their return and you dream about them. And what you could do when you're with them. Ooh. I'm going to do things to you right now. Sounds spicy. That's yeah, what, what the song's about. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, song's not bad. It's all right. Yeah. Um, kind of just like everything else. But yeah. Not really a whole lot to break down. Um, you know, just being in love and wanting to spend all your time with that person. So. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. Ew, David. Or as uh, Luke would say, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. All right, let's yeah. keep moving. We're almost done. All right, here. yeah. Hit, hit us with the next one, homeboy. Yo, we got some dry ice. We're spilling dry ice. That's not Green Day. We got dry ice as the next song. Um, dry ice about a teenager starting trying to get uh, with one of his friends. He has a dream of her and starts to get worried because he might get rejected. You know what, Billy? If you could just, you know, spice it up a little bit, that would be nice. I, every song is the same here, dude. Well, he's, you know, it is all <laughs> the same because it's all... This was three three different EPs that they just threw all together. So like, <laughs> I'm reading that. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. Um, oh, he's like song. everyone else. I'm, he's worried not, about being rejected. I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying, gee, all these bands, dude, even Blink included. Like, what the fuck, bro? Oh, my God. But, again, they're fucking 14, 16. I don't expect the album to talk about fucking oh, know, I know. mental health. and like, like, some of the lyrics like, in here shit. are, like, so crazy. But then some, like this one and, like, some of the other ones, I'm like – think about it dude what have you done at like the age of 15 you literally even like, like even like 19 like what most, did you really the most dramatic thing that you've done and most exciting thing is got with a girl or a guy and like that's the most exciting thing that's happened which then yeah. causes your testosterone endorphins dopamine levels to go crazy so then you're acting then, that's you, literally your then focus. you get dumped and then you get dumped and you're like wow i'm never gonna have uh, this feeling this again. again so yeah i, I get um, it i get it i do like the way it's sung though Yes. Like, I think it's really cool. Like, oh, I love her. Keep dreaming of her. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, so cool. Like, the way, like, his vocals are, like, 
very very unique very yeah. his own man it's 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 like awesome. i know it's not but there's like there's so many bands out there that like sound the same and then there's those bands that really stick out that have the lead singers that just really really take out their own like 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 green day like like joey ramone uh like jello like um yeah. henry rollins like tom DeLong, like like all these bands then influence other people to take their twist. I mean, there's a reason why Neck Deep sounds so much like fucking Blink One Eighty Two, not just their music, lyrically, mm-hmm. uh, vocally, vocally, yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, yeah. It's just like every song on here. It's like I love his voice. Yeah. On this and like especially like going to Pasolacqua and like this song and stuff. Like his vocals are just like they're awesome. Yeah, on another level. It's funny too because the music is that grungy garage, like shitty pop punk, punk rock music. Like, but his voice is so like clean. Yeah, yeah it's like, crazy because you can hear the drums be off tune and the bass kind of misses step, and then all of a sudden it's just like Billy's just on. He it. saves it. Like, oh yeah, this is crazy. And then like I also enjoy like later on, like you can hear like vocally how he like improved. Yeah, for sure. Like especially on like Dookie and stuff when he lets his voice like get raspy and shit. Yeah, it's like it's just so awesome. But we'll Absolutely. get into that. Absolutely, but. dude. So you can do this next one. Uh, you want to do it? I, I want oh. I, the only one I have left to really go into crazy is number nineteen, the last one. Okay, so this is the second to last track, uh, the one so that I'll, I want. Yeah, I'll do. I'll let you do the last two, and then I'll do that last one. Wait, wait, what are we on now? We're on the last one. We're on the one that I want, and then we only have one left. Oh, really? I thought there yeah. was two more. <laughs> Whatever, dude. You know, I'm right here sitting here thinking about things. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. So this one, uh, the one that I want. Again. Yeah, basically. Sorry. <laughs> um, he's unable to comprehend why he and the girl he likes aren't together he already knows how she feels about him uh she made him feel this way and now she's the only one that he wants he believes his love for her will never end yada yada yada. uh the rumor is that he actually wrote this about his best friend's sister (gasps) he got feeling for his best friend's sister apparently he gonna touch his best friend's sister Allegedly. Are they gonna be day? Allegedly. At least you know what I appreciate about you, Miss Katie's. That's what I appreciate <laughs> about you, Miss Katie's. Is <laughs> that what you appreciate about me? <laughs> Just think about 10 to 15 percent off there, Billy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, hey there, Gron. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is just, you know it's it's sung really well it's a really it's a good song and then you know it's just got the because you're the one that started to make me feel this way and every night i'm thinking about the words you say because you are the one that i want that repeats four more times um it just you know like every other song you know i feel like these two blank green day like these two first albums like they all kind of every song kind of sounded the same it was kind of like about the same thing almost oh for sure so forgive us for not like diving really deep in like it will get it'll get better yeah you bastards whoa last song let's go last song is my favorite song on this whole entire 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 album this is my 1a want to be 
alone. So good. I lock myself in my room. I want to be alone. With you around, you'll only add on. I want to be alone. It's been disturbed by my own thoughts. I want to be alone. With you around, you'll only add on. I want to be alone. And then the chorus. I I, I love the way that like, it's like, I lock myself inside my room. I want to be alone. (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's fucking sick. (laughs) It's just so cool. This whole song is fucking sick. The chorus is, please don't think I'm crazy. I don't want you to understand. My mind is growing hazy. To hell with your helping hand. Why don't you just leave me alone? This conflict is my own. Keep yourself away from me. That's all. Like, dude, yeah, this, dude. like we were awesome. just talking about how this whole album is like 15 year old thoughts and girl crushes and being alone. Not this, this song. song is like most mature song on the whole goddamn album. Yep. This super is mental like, health awareness. Super much like what we go through. Yeah, exactly. And like this, is, this song has helped me out a ton. Um, this is why I say like Green Day, like I'm sure like people sit there and think like, you know, you say Blink saved your life, and like I said, say that Green Day saved mine. And I'm sure people are like, "How did those two save those two guys' lives?" Like Green Day doesn't like they probably think like American Idiot Green Day saved my life, and I'm like, no. Like so much more, like little like deep deep cuts like this are what did it. And I'm sure it's the same with Blink. You know what I mean for you? No, absolutely, absolutely. Like. Man. This song is like so perfect. Like this yeah. is exactly what you do. Like me and you both do it. Yes, sir. And then I, I love the way like it like slows down for the verse and then it picks up for the chorus. Mm, yeah. Like the tempo. Yep. Like with the little the drums and stuff, and it's just mm-hmm. like oh, it's so awesome. This is probably besides going to Pasta Lacqua, this is my like one A favorite Hell song. Hell yeah, dude. Love this song. So. That's uh, that is that. that we just concludes. banged through that in like a half hour. <laughs> That's pretty fucking impressive, if you don't ask me. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're probably there'll be more that like I'll get into with Green Day, and I'm sure Steve will get into with Blink with like little fun facts and whatnot. But yeah, so get ready, damn it. God. Yeah. Are um, you ready for the next segment? Oh, we're doing segments now. Yeah, cause we like sex. Oh, sex. Yeah, you have eggs you. and you have sex and you just smash it in the back of their head while you're having sex. You're just doggy Holy style. Smash! Mother 12 eggs and you're a champ if you can make it that long. So anyways, I'm the next go. time and thing we're going to talk about is right, a very important... <laughs> uh, the Empty Space Podcast is looking for a new host. Um, I want Bob Seeger. <laughs> Bob Seger doesn't like this type of music. He you just don't. likes the old time rock and roll. I'm not. I don't want him for music. I just want him to talk to. <laughs> okay. He has to listen to everything else. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. What are we? What are we doing? Are we doing the singles or are we doing the contest? We're doing both. Yeah, but what are we doing now? Dude, let's get into real friends. Oh. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I now pronounce you real friends. Take it away, Batch. Uh, Go. So, what was it, Monday morning? Monday motherfucking morning. Actually, I'll tell you the exact date. Hold the freaking phone. I think it was Monday. I don't know the exact date. So, Batch, we're going to go with Monday. I think it was Monday. June 21st, uh, 2021. That was Monday. Totally Monday. Yep. 
Um, so I awoke to a message from our, our new friend, Ty Frisbee. I think that's his name on Instagram, isn't it? I don't know. Thanks, Ty. Yeah, I'm going to look it up real quick so I can get your name right. Yeah, it is. Ty Fr- Tyler Frisbee. Uh, he messaged me and he was like, hey, heard your Real Friends episode. They figured you might like this. And it was the YouTube link to their new single, uh, Nervous Wreck. Ooh. They dropped two singles. Uh, Nervous Wreck was the first one. And the second one, Storyteller. Storyteller. Unbelievable songs. Then oh my God. he messaged me again and he oh. said, Rumor has it that it's the guy from Youth Fountain. So before I, this was before I got to my car in the morning. So I'm like reading it half asleep. I'm like, Youth Fountain, the guy from Youth Fountain. I'm like, Tyler's not in real friends. I'm like, did he just. I'm, so I'm like sitting there <coughs> and I'm like, okay, let me listen to it. This should be interesting. So I listen to it and I'm like, the first like, First words come out, and I'm like, oh, that's where Cody went. Ding, 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 ding. Cody went to Real Friends. Cody from Youth Fountain went My to Real Friends. God, what an and absolute shit. Unbelievable. They so, knocked it out of the park um, oh, again. Like, oh. they really could not have found a better replacement for Dan. Oh, they killed it. They just couldn't. Oh. Like, this is incredible. Not to mention, um, he's a handsome son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm looking at him. Oh, wow. What a, what a fucking just, handsome fella. That fucking chin. God. Fucking real handsome fella. Man rocket oh, over fucking, there. Fucking ears, everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I messaged him telling him how proud of him we were. I thought you can uh, say how pretty he was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I said, you're a real handsome fella. And, uh, you know, he said, thanks. And uh, we're going to try and get thanks. Yeah, we're going to try and get him on the pod. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And we're gonna surprise them with Tyler and help them fight. Yeah, to the death. But they have to <laughs> they have to tongue fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. But That's probably getting edited out. No, but, that's fucking uh, awesome. I like tongue fights. But um yeah, these both these songs are absolutely fucking killer. Killer. Um, yeah, they they were great. Uh so go listen to that. Real Friends is back, baby. Let's um, go. Hell yeah. Um now Steve's going to talk to you people okay. for a few minutes about what we got going on. All right. Before we go, I want to end with this. So we're doing a contest. We've been talking about it. I want you guys to go check out our Instagram. We're going to be posting it for the next two weeks. Now, the contest is very simple, very easy. So we have this absolutely abusing abusing but it abuses right. us we have this absolutely beautiful art piece with all the pop punk bands that we could think of to put into it and not even half of them but a bunch of pop punk bands we talked about like neck deep story so far blink 22 some of that we interviewed like saving every, grace i think every saving grace wow <laughs> i think almost every band that we've interviewed is on this piece yeah. and it's just 16 by 20 
beautiful piece. Okay. So you could win this. It's, it's handcrafted. It usually sells these for like two, $250 a piece. Uh, it's Steve Fig, one of my best friends ever. Nicest mm-hmm. guy ever. Uh, you got to check out his work as well, not just what's going on. Um, I'm going to tell you the link. It's arts, Art by S. Fig. So A-R-T-B-Y-S-F-I-G. Art by S. Fig. That's Steve Fig. He made this art piece. Can't thank him enough. He donated this for free, people. He gave away, yeah. took so many hours to make gave it to us for free so that we could get people to donate to mental health. So what we're doing is you could win this by just, all you got to do is follow our Instagram, like the page, tag two friends, and then donate a dollar, literally just a dollar. doesn't even have to be a you, five, yeah. 10, 15. You make the choice, donate it, send us a screenshot of your donation and you're entered the win. We're tag two dr- friends in the post. Yep, we're doing the drawing on July 5th live. Me and Batch will be together drawing the pick right in front of you. We're also doing the second place winner gets a free hoodie of an Empty Space Podcast hoodie. So you know, there's two chances to win here. It goes to an amazing, beautiful cause. What's a podcast is all about. It's not just mm-hmm. about you know music. It's about mental health and the correlation. But more importantly, we want you to just donate to any mental health organization we're going to put links in and just just you know do what you can i understand if you don't have money but like if you can donate a dollar you can do it enter the contest it's for a really good cause um Mm -hmm. and thank you and please 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 um please enter this and and you could win a really nice piece of artwork or a nice hoodie absolutely please please enter even if you don't want to like tag anyone just send us a screenshot of your donation and we'll throw you in there. Yep. Like just that, that's the whole point is it's just a good to cause, donate. Man. Um, and me and Steve are going to donate. Oh yeah. $2 for every donation up to what do we say? $50. No, we're, we're no. going to, we're going to donate $200 and then. Oh yeah. Up to a hundred each. And then we'll donate 50 if we get a hundred donations. Yes. So yeah. Um, that's basically it for that. Awesome. Well, I think we should end uh, it on that note. One more go- thing. Oh, sorry. I am sorry. 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 Um, one of our inspirations. Oh yeah. Uh, one of our favorite musicians. Um, Steve's probably Steve's favorite, second favorite, probably behind Tom. Yeah. Uh, announced today that he was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, he didn't really get into details. But, Mark, if you're listening, buddy, we're pulling for you. Yes. You're going to beat the shit out of this thing. Yep. We love you. Um, fuck cancer. Mm-hmm. It's a stupid piece of shit. And, uh, yeah, go, Mark. You yes. got this, buddy. You want any, You want to add anything? No, I just love you, Mark. I hope. I hope, I hope that you can fucking see the other side of this man cancer is a fucking bitch lost so many people in this world to cancer and close family members even as of recently on my end here fuck cancer man and Mm -hmm. mark's inspired millions and thousands of people and um you know everything that you guys can do if pray for him thoughts for him whatever it is just just put it out there man and even if you don't believe in praying and all that shit just put out some good good words or something you know some good vibes for the man 
So, um, yeah, cancer doesn't fucking discriminate, man. Nope. Doesn't matter. Um, it's too bad. I hope it's nothing, you know, super serious. I hope they caught it early enough and hopefully he'll be back on the road doing this thing with Blink. Um, yeah, man. All right. That's it. So we're going to end it. We're going to end it. See you later. Have a good day. Peace. Peace.